0: That's a vocal warm-up.
1: Red, leather, yellow, leather. Red, leather, yellow, leather. Red, leather, yellow, leather. Fuck you. You screwed it up. God God damn it. it.
0: You're an actor! I expect more from you, Strandland! You do it. Red, leather, yellow, leather. Red, leather, yellow, leather. Red, leather, yellow, leather. Yellow, leather, red. Not gonna lie. I was like, I'm gonna fuck this up. (laughs) (laughs) I really wish you did, because now I feel really bad about myself. Mind Gap Podcast. Gentlemen, welcome to the Mind Gap podcast. I'm Doug. And I'm Justin, and we are doing vocal warm ups for the next forty five minutes. Strap in. Whether the weather is hot or whether the weather is cold, we'll be together. Whatever the weather, whether you like it or not. She sells seashells
1: down by the seashore.
0: Toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy oh, boat. There it goes. There it goes. There it goes. There you goes. lost there it. I lost it. You lost it. I had it wrangled like a wild horse. <laughs> you
1: wrangled I it. Reeled it in.
0: Wild horses. Always run free. Not even close. Uh, What were we doing? (laughs) That was a Fleetwood Mac song. Who's that? The race car driver? Yep. Yeah. He's a guy that he's he's number 21. Yeah, exactly. He
1: used to race next to Dick Trickle.
0: Oh, yeah. Dick Trickle. And, uh, and, eighty
1: uh, giggles, eighty giggles, <laughs> and Richard Petty, yep. yes. absolutely. yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, and Tom Petty, and Tom Petty, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah, and Leonard Skinner, Le- yep, absolutely, yeah, and Leonard Emoy.
0: and Orlando Jones, yep,
1: absolutely, Orlando Bloom,
0: yeah, Orlando Bloom, yep, uh, yep. OJ Simpson, yep. yep, absolutely,
1: yeah, yep, Homer Simpson,
0: Homer Simpson, there we go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Word association. <laughs> Word association and vocal warm-ups for the next 40 minutes. Strap in. Strap in, bitches. <laughs> this is going to be boring. <laughs> so now that we've done that and I just clang something on your table. Yeah, man. That means start. That was really good. That was like, that centered my chi. <laughs> Did
1: it center your chi? <laughs>
0: uh, so... Little thing to get us started. Yeah, what are we talking about today, Doug? Uh, so there's a $15 minimum wage.
1: Uh, <clears throat> that's what I've heard. Yeah. I also heard that in. Sh- okay, so is it fi- it is 15 in Chicago or is that nationwide? Because I thought I saw a billboard the other day that said there is it was a $10 minimum wage in Chicago.
0: I don't know what it is in Chicago. I know that other states are passing it. And I was reading. Are some, passing the 15. Yeah, they're passing right. the 15. I don't know what it is in Chicago. And I was reading a rather feisty opinion article. I don't like opinion articles most of the time. I'm like, just give me the facts.
1: Doug doesn't like opinions unless they're
0: his. Really. Unless my, yeah, everyone else's opinions are valid unless they contradict my own. <laughs> exactly. So it, it was just, it was a rather feisty one. It essentially was like, hey, uh, if you work in fast food, um, your job's not worth fifteen dollars an hour.
1: You know, I feel like i read the same article was it uh was it talking about like was how all... how like there's
0: a, a, a
1: doctors or lawyers or whatever they've gone through so much training mm-hmm. and you've not gone through the training yeah somehow we ended up reading randomly the same article
0: it was from the blaze and i'm not happy to oh like, i think yeah that. i think
1: that was the same one yeah
0: yeah i was like i feel dirty being here but i'm curious you yeah. know and because it was like there were some good points in there but it was also riddled with like these really condescending paragraphs as oh, well. Oh, for sure.
1: Well, the thing that I liked about the article was that it brought up stuff I had not thought about from yeah. the opposing side. Oh, sure. I've never I cuz I'm I'm all for by and large I'm for uh the minimum wage being raised. Sure. I'm absolutely for that. I'm for I'm for the smaller guy. I'm mm-hmm. you know anti anti establishment whatever, you know. I'm for the small you Your know this about me. I got it. Yeah, but guy I Fox mask and all. Exactly. Yeah, I have <laughs> I'm wearing one right now. Yeah, um sure. you can't see it, but I am. Mm-hmm. Um no, but but it did. So I I have a hard time coming up with on my own arguments for the other side for things that I truly believe in. And then reading this, I'm like, okay, it was interesting in this in the sense that I've never thought about those points, but there were definitely some paragraphs in that where it was like extraordinarily condescending. And yep. I was like, all right, you're you're belittling your own points here because of how jackass you you're being, yeah. you know.
0: Uh, and I think I'm generally a little Concerned with minimum wage stuff because, from the economic standpoint, and again, guys, I'm not a doctor. Uh, I've taken a few econ classes. There's a little guy in my head called Practical Doug who's very efficient. Have you heard about him before? I don't know if you've ever met him, but about he's a very practical he's guy. He's there. And the way I look at it is like, and again, guys, I'm not looking for anyone to break my balls over that. We're just here to have fun. But it's like in general, when you raise. <laughs> then that,
1: this is the wrong topic to talk about.
0: You know what? This is a jumping off point. All right. All right. We're going to get into slavery right after this, guys. Oh, so boy. stay tuned. So like the, when you when you bump up the minimum wage, it also increased the costs for the business itself, which is can be dangerous because that can also sometimes lead to layoffs. OK, because they're like, well, we can do that, but we can't. We can't pay as many people. So you're talking,
1: I mean, I guess what a lot of people, I think, are are a lot of the bigger companies like McDonald's mm-hmm. and Walgreens and Walmart and this mm-hmm. and that, they think, yeah, you guys are making, you know, like for whatever it is, like, you know, yeah. like a billion dollars a quarter or whatever sure. the hell it is. It's, it's yeah. some astronomical amount that you guys are making every quarter. Mm-hmm. But what I guess what a lot of people don't understand, and it's funny because it's those people who are crying. Yeah, this can't happen. Yeah. We can't do this. And to that point, I understand I understand their concern because you've you're increasing how many hundreds or thousands of employees you're you've got by that much and that yeah. does add up I get that but where i think where I think the the concern may be coming in a little bit more is from the smaller business owner sure you know the mom and pop shop the jewelry shop up yeah. on Armitage and yeah. uh Sheffield that can't pay their you know they can barely pay the 750 an hour they're paying now or whatever sure. it is so like i I don't like while I'm extremely foreign, I can understand why there's some concern by yeah. some parties.
0: And not only that, it's also uh, something to consider as well as like what's the cost of living for the area. You know, Chicago right. very high cost of living. So yeah. fifteen dollars an hour, yes, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I worked in a hotel for a while. I started out at eight fifty, and then I was mm-hmm. up to like ten, and then I was like eleven fifty. I think I was like twelve fifty at some point. Like I in. Dude, fifteen dollars an hour is like just under thirty thousand dollars a year. Like is that what it works out to? Yeah, if you're, if like,
1: you're working a what hour a week though, forty hour a week? Yeah, I
0: think the standard like forty hour week okay. is like twenty nine thousand dollars a year. But
1: that's not even a part timer then. If you're working forty hours that's a week, full time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like if it's you're not like, very much at the container store when I was working there, I was working. Um, I, I got, I got. It was, and it was not at the time. This was like, oh geez, this was what eight years ago, mm-hmm. seven years ago. Um, they brought, a, you know, they 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 hired me and they said, you know, what do you want? To come in at and I said 10 bucks an hour uh, and I was thinking like if I get that that's awesome and they were like how about 11 and I said yeah absolutely <laughs> why not uh, and then my wife got hired a year and a half after me and uh, not my wife at the time we met at that store but she got hired a year and a half after me and she got brought on at 12 an hour mm-hmm. which I thought was you know I was I was impressed that they yeah. were this is how they hire <clears throat> but you know all their but the 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 caveat was that uh the further they got into hiring people at that rate, the less the hours got. And yeah. so, if they liked you, you got you were lucky. If you got some people were lucky to get like maybe thirty hours a week, mm-hmm. some people got like twelve hours a week. Like oh, it was wow. super. Like you would come in for they would schedule you for three hour shifts. Jeez. And I was like, that's not even worth the time to travel in yeah by the time you're i'm spending an equal amount of time on travel in and out yeah as i am working and so yeah i mean so i like they had to cut hours so that Mm -hmm. is that's one of the big you know factors about raising this is people like well then we're just not gonna you know we're not gonna give you the hours then
0: yeah And it's interesting and like the thing that i guess kind of gets to me too is like everyone looks at that like it's a handout like oh you're just getting you're just flipping burgers so you're getting a handout and i was just like you know and that's another thing too like When people talk about welfare and stuff like that, dude, welfare. It's
1: not luxurious. No, like that's the thing. Like it's not you're not like you're You're not not sitting back and you're not eating. You know, you're not eating all these. You're not. You're not. I don't know. You're not popping bonbons on your couch like Like, (laughs) I know.
0: Right. Guys, bonbons is the fancy food. It's the fancy food. Uh, Oh, 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 sir. Uh, I noticed your bonbons are running low on the coffee table.
1: Get me more, Jeffrey.
0: Mm. And put caviar on top of them. Uh, excuse me, sir. We are all out of bonbons. What? Uh, that's it. I'm leaving this resident immediately. There are mm. no more bonbons. Set fire to this man's home. <laughs> Set f-
1: <laughs> <laughs> Pack up the children. We are leaving.
0: Get out the guns. Shoot them as they try to
1: leave. Set them on fire. If they run, shoot the fire.
0: I want my bonbons. <laughs>
1: But, yeah, no, I mean, you're on welfare. It's not, it's, it, it, again, that's not, I think a lot of people miss the point of, like, you know, look, it's a fucking, it, you're in a tough situation if you're, if you're at that point. Yeah. And with the 15 bucks an hour, yeah, you're flipping burgers, but you're also mopping floors. You're also doing, like, you're working for yeah. it. It's not like you're just sitting back there with one hand down your pants and one hand with a spatula. Like, that's not how it works. Like, yeah. then you flip burgers. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you know, you, you. You get a job flipping burgers, and you tell me if you're happy making six bucks an hour.
0: I think that was the point too. Is they're like, this is entry level. This isn't your career, you know.
1: But for some people, that's the thing. I think for some people, yeah, this is like for some people, they're they're, for whatever for whatever reason, if it's depending on circumstance or depending on just they've been dealt some hard you know hard hands in life or whatever the situ- you know, it could be one of a hundred different situations. Yeah. Some people, this is the work they can get. This is what they do. Mm-hmm. This is they've been doing this for 10 years. And this is you are telling me that you've been doing a job well for 10 years. You've been a solid employee for 10 years. And you're still because of what it is, you're still going to get paid a shit amount like that. That's the thing. I'm like, you do that. You tell me how fair you feel that
0: is. I knew guys at the hotel have been there over 10 years. Right. And I was like, and you know, I those guys could do nothing else. That was they had no that was their skill set. They didn't have the education or they had a a, a past that was not going to allow them to do sure. anything else. It was probably one of the saddest things that ever hit me because I was like, these guys, this is they're literally stuck here. Yeah, they absolutely. They do not have options. So this is the best that they have going for them, and it really bummed me out. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man. What was the shittiest job you've ever worked?
1: Shittiest job I've ever worked? That's a fantastic question. Yeah. Oh,
0: boy. Uh, God.
1: That's a tough one. I haven't had too many really shitty jobs. Um, I <laughs> it depends on what you what you consider. Like, what do you constitute shitty? Well, like, because like sitting in an office, what I currently do, like that's pretty
0: <laughs> shitty. You hate that, I know. you But
1: do. but the thing is, like the job itself, yeah. it's it's solid. It it's got great benefits. It's got fantastic pay. It's got like so. It makes it the, worth it the to sit job in the itself is not shitty. Yeah. But the fact that you have to sit in a cubicle and you have to, you know, you're you're you know it's essentially customer service job so you're yeah. answering a lot of you're handling complaints all day people sure. who are angry not at you but they're taking it out on you so in that in that sense probably the current job is the shittiest but again it's the the company is great mm-hmm. and the job itself is not you know what i mean you know no, i know I'm what saying.
0: you're saying it's yeah. it's it's
1: like the environment's not bad the yeah. the office itself is fantastic people i work with are incredible great bosses great colleagues great everything but it the 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 makeup of the job is not ideal.
0: What if you're making thirty percent less?
1: I would. I no. If I was making thirty percent less, I would. There's not a
0: chance. Not a chance. If I was making, if I was making five percent less. There's not a chance. Because that's the thing. It's like sometimes the amount of money you get, you're like, I'll tolerate this. Exactly. Because my worst job was hands down the hotel. Well, I mean that's yeah. That was six years without of just without absolute a doubt hell. for you. yeah. It was miserable, and I'll sound like a pompous asshole, but I was like <laughs> super overqualified for my job, and I was I was just I didn't understand. I learned a lot of life lessons about myself. Sure, I learned a lot about how to manage because I saw the wrong way to do it. Right, and uh, it, it was one of those situations where I would tell myself I was like, you know what, what. In, a, in an ideal situation, how much money would I need to make to be like, okay, I'm all right with staying here?
1: <laughs> And what was your magic number you got, to?
0: Oh, honestly, I, it's, it's really like I just immediately just my emotions just switched when I thought about working there again. Just I now? Was like, I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> I, I
1: love making Doug angry. Oh, man, that was
0: <laughs> a really, really dark place. Like, I would just – I would have nightmares – I would for real I, for real. Uh, you actually were like I would have nightmares. Wow. I would show up to work wow. and I would just be like trying to I would have this thing you, it was very like almost Stanley Kubrick-esque when I would come into work I'd come in through the garage entrance and I go back to the uh affiliate entrance and uh or the uh, the the employee and there's this really really ugly ugly hallway. It was like black tile but then it was like red up to like the halfway point, and then okay. white above that. So almost like something out of The Shining. Okay, just really weird coloring. And you walk back; it's this long hallway that goes, and then, then there's the door to the kitchen. It always smelled like s- they'd be cleaning up the grease trap or something, so it'd smell just god awful. Okay, and then you make a right turn, and you'd go.
1: It's funny because hotel kitchens all smell the same. Yeah, kitchens all smell the same. Because yeah. I worked in a I worked in a restaurant sure. for a while, Connie's. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if I should have said that, but anyway, that was uh, a long time ago. It's a long time ago, and that location no longer exists. So, exactly. uh, but it was in a hotel, yeah. and every time I sit next to a kitchen in a restaurant, mm-hmm. I like it's that that olfactory sense, and you're just like, whoa, like the flood of it just has that distinct,
0: really just terrible smell. Yeah, and I do I must be the grease trap. I don't know what else it could be. Like when they would clean the oh. grease trap, that would be the worst. Yeah. because they would do it. Inevitably, what would happen is they would do it, but they wouldn't tell the hotel. So at four in the morning, some special company would come with this huge hose, and they'd just be cleaning it out, and it would be loud. So people would be calling down, going, what is that noise? What's going on? And we're like, oh, it's the city working on the street. And we just get flooded with complaints, because they would never let us know. And it would smell like just the most disgusting smell all day,
1: you you. This was a fantastic oh, was place to work for you.
0: Oh, and the worst part too is like once you go down the hall and you make a right, and then you've got like the they call it the lunch box, which was like the uh, the the place where you eat your lunch, okay. which had this yellow just faded <laughs> tile and these fluorescent lights, and you just walk in there and it was one of the most depressing looking lunch rooms, and that's where you'd <laughs> clock in. Yeah, and then you then you'd go to the to the. The, the locker room, which was miserable. Yeah, You walk in there and honestly, it was just one flickering light away from being something out of a Saw movie. <laughs> just <laughs> horrifying. <laughs> There's no ventilation, so it had this stench, this <sighs> stale piss. Yeah. Sta- just something that just lingered in the air. And you walk in and I just I, I just breathe in real quick to kind of get used to it. And I'm like, ugh, oh, ugh, oh, ugh. Oh. And you go back there and you're changing and you get changed and then you go to the bathroom, and God forbid you have to take shit because you sit down, and there's just boogers all over the stall walls, just boogers, and they've been there forever. And the best part is at oh, one point sorry they sorry about that. I
1: actually— <laughs> Justin, I was, Justin turned away from the mic. retching, and I actually hit the mic. <laughs> he, and he turned away like, from oh, the God. mic. He was like—
0: At one point, they were going to repaint the stall. He stalls. paints the story, doesn't he, folks? <laughs> they repainted the walls. So they were trying to scrape the boogers off oh, the wall. Oh, God, come on. But they couldn't get some of them off, so they painted over them. So if you look closely, you see, like, bumps in the paint. That's snot that they couldn't get off the wall because it would fossilize. What fucking animal yeah. sat there and just and picked Dude, and, and they put were boogers on the wall? All over the walls. All over the stalls. It was disgusting. What? Just wild animals, oh my man! Oh, God, I'd never go into that hotel. And when I needed a break, I would go back there and just sit on the toilet. I wouldn't have to poop or anything. I'd just sit in there because I'm like I'm in my own space now. No one to bother. I'm I would, in the boogers. I think Chris Rock had a joke about this. How he used to work at like some shrimp place, and yeah. he'd be there. He'd be sitting in there just trying to get away from work, and people would be in there taking shits. Oh, God. And that's kind of what I was doing. I was just sitting there, just going. That's uh, so I just had to sit. I was gross. sitting there for ten minutes, just sitting uh. there in everyone's filth, and just like breathing in that horrible just air. And then when I was finally ready to start work, I'd go punch in and I'd walk back out that long hallway. And then I'd go to the bell closet where the bellmen are and the service elevator and then I put my hand on the door and I just always take a deep breath. And I go, All right, here we go. And I open the door and then it's just like shitstorm. Guests everywhere. You know, you go up and especially if it's the afternoon (laughs) shift. You go put your stuff down, and people, you walk up, and people are immediately like, you're just.
1: It's that scene in a movie where, like, someone's waiting, and you it's like the muffled sound, and all of a sudden, like, it's. Yeah. You, you hear this ringing, and then it comes into reality. It's exactly. And you just what see it all is. the craziness happening around you and hear everything. It yeah. was the
0: afternoons were the worst because you'd either start at two <laughs> or three, and <laughs> check in time was at four. So, inevitably, if you walked in there, people had been waiting, and you just walk into some shitstorm. Like, people are like, I've been waiting here for hours, and my room's not ready because we had just the worst housekeeping like nicest people just the worst and just we just get swamped and i mean i just it was like a miserable and miserable experience and i just remember crying at work Uh, there's like three specific times where i just broke down and three three you know i
1: could make fun of you for that but i won't
0: yeah go ahead i was like i remember calling my wife one time going i can't do this anymore and she's just like i don't know what to tell you (laughs) sorry it's like oh, it's not fair, and just blah. and it was oh my god, it was it was hands down the worst experience of my life, and I wasn't even making fifteen dollars an hour. What were you making there, if I could ask? Well, I was I started eight fifteen. Oh, you already then, went through yeah. this. Yeah, at the peak, you, you by the end. At 11? I, by the end, I was at fifteen. Oh,
1: you were okay, but yeah. that was after six years.
0: Yeah, six years. I, at one point, I was training somebody, and they were making fifty cents more than I was. See, that would
1: that would drive me
0: nuts. And the person I was treading was like, "Doug, I am so sorry." <laughs> so at I was least, like,
1: at least she
0: I was like, or he I was like, it's not your fault. And I was like, she's like, "But you're you're doing so much more." <laughs> and I'm like, "I know. This place it's evil. It'll consume you. <laughs> <laughs> Get out now. Get out." So, when I when I think stuff about that, it's like I've been there and I know what it's <laughs> like and you know we, I'm
1: sorry, that was the most depressing story to prove a point. Yeah. Like,
0: Guys, we're all going to die if someday. You're, if you're still listening to this, <laughs> we're all going to die someday. We're all going to die someday, and you know what? No one's going to give a shit. So just be happy, all right? There you go. I solved everyone's problems. There you go. Just be happy. This is a really bad idea for a topic. I...
1: Yeah, I'm not really sure where to go from this. Like I like how you tried to spin it with what's your what was the worst job you had.
0: Yeah, I thought what's it'd the be the best job you ever had.
1: Let's let's take it there.
0: I'll give you an interesting job. I an mean interesting job you had. I used to be a music investigator.
1: Tell yeah, me. Tell yeah. me more.
0: So um I essentially worked for ASCAP. Okay. Which is the American Society of Composers and Publishers. Well, something like that. Fuck you guys. Um <laughs> Uh, and essentially, what I did was uh, I interned with them. I was, this was when I was I went to school for music business for grad school, so mm-hmm. I was like super into music and stuff like that. But I would go to different bars, clubs, um, places like that that would uh, play music in the background of their establishments, but they hadn't paid a music license because a lot of people don 't realize that anytime you play music, you have to have a license for it. So, a lot of people thought, well, oh, I have a bar. I will just play music uh, from my iPod over the speakers, and it's totally fine. Mm-hmm. You can't do that.
1: I've been in, I mean, I still know places that do that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. yeah, of course.
0: Yeah. People don't know that. They don't realize that that is actually licensed music, and that's technically a public performance. Right. So, you have to pay a license for it.
1: It's considered a performance. Mm-hmm. Interesting.
0: Because you're in, you haven't gotten permission from that artist to play that. Because part of their argument, too, especially for clubs, this is really important for clubs, if you were to take that music away, would people still show up for your to your establishment? The answer would be no for a club. That's For correct. a club, yes, That's absolutely. That's probably yeah. why people show up for it. And you could even probably argue that with bars as well for the jukeboxes and stuff that they have. You know, it, It's it's a selling point for your establishment is kind of what they would say. So what they would have is there would be uh, guys who essentially would go out, they'd stop by the establishment, they'd be like, hey, I'm with ASCAP, and uh, you, uh, you guys need to pay a, a license for this. And most of the time they'd be like, fuck you. Um, no, I don't and then after a certain amount of time they try and try and try and then the last ditch effort is they call in the music investigator which was myself so did uh, you
1: did you wear like a trench coat or like a duster did you have a duster and a cowboy hat oh no hat?
0: i had to blend in i had to go incognito see the thing uh, was when i got called in um, which is hard to do for you it's hard you, to, s- you stick a, out you're a large if man you don't know me i am a giant man i am not so ninja dug Yet somehow I scare people at work all the time. I right. don't know how that is. You have a,
1: you have a a keen ability to sneak up on people even though you are the size you.
0: There's are. someone on my team who can't hear that well so that's just a huge disadvantage for her. That's yeah. Cuz I'll be like, "Hey, I'm coming over." And I'll roll over and she'll be like, "Duh." I was like, "I literally just announced that I was coming." And today I even did that. I was people like, People
1: on the floor above me know that I was coming yeah.
0: over. Yeah. I was like, "Hey, I'm coming over." And then like she didn't hear me and I just turned to the other girl. I was like, "Hey, uh, watch me. I'm going to scare." Her. <laughs> <laughs> it's rolled it up and I go, hey, I was like, I just announced, but anyway, so I'm a huge guy. So the whole point is the music investor goes in as like the last step. And what I would do is I would come in with my little notepad and I would draw a map of the room, how many stools there were, where the bar was, how many TVs there were, if they were speakers, where were they located? Very detailed. And I also filled out a lot of information about what's the business to the north of here, south, east, west. Wow. And then uh I would sit there for a minimum of four hours and I would mark down every single song that was played. Uh whether uh and which is interesting now because this was before Shazam. Well right. Where Shazam you'd just be like da 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 da, da do all the work for you now I was like So you had
1: to actually like sit down like
0: what would you write
1: like it sounded like this? Like, if you, did, would, what if you didn't know the song? I would
0: put question marks or I would put, um, like, general th- ideas of what, like, kind of right, like right. what it was. And then, uh, the important thing is just as long as you got something down or whatever. Yeah. Because the idea was that they would then take, I would type up my notes, I would describe everything in a very specific way and then I would hand it to, I would set it off to ASCAP and then ASCAP would essentially, it would go to their legal department and the legal department would essentially, like, hand this to the guy who goes out there and goes, look, we know that you guys are playing this music because on this day, from this time to this time, you played this many songs. Right. These songs are licensed by ASCAP. So we have proof that you guys are doing that, and if you don't do this, we are going to sue you. We're going to come in and we're going we're to get you on this exactly. one. Exactly. Yeah. That was kind of the last-ditch effort where they were finally like, hey, if you guys yeah. don't do this, we're going to do that. It was kind of like the linchpin. Yeah. In it. So I would go and I would do that. You were the buzzkill. I was the buzzkill. You kill. were the de-buzzkill. I was the de-buzzkill. And I was actually really bad at it because... Uh, well, I was going to
1: say you don't drink, so how did you get away with sitting for four hours? How did you sit in a bar without going? What is this guy doing in here for four hours without drinking?
0: What a great question, Justin. I could bring a guest, and I would, and ASCAP would pay for us to drink. So I'd be like, and they get they pay for one drink for both of you. So I'd be like, hey Jill, do you want two beers? Why don't you come with me for four hours for this place, and we'll hang out and whatever. I, <laughs> My favorite one though.
1: I can just see someone just getting just. <laughs> The paying, they're just getting belligerently drunk. Just, hey, we're we're gonna shut you down. Play some fucking Journey. Play it, and then we're gonna sue you.
0: The <laughs> well, thing too is like I was, you know, I'm a baby when it comes to sleep, so I don't yeah. fit, I would go at the worst times. Like I go to dive bars at like four <laughs> four in the afternoon on a Sunday, and I just be there'd be no one in there. I'd be like, Hey, what's up? We're just gonna hang out here for a while. And
1: like, yeah, when there's no one, and the, so the bartender feels the need to. To talk to you mm-hmm. or to feel... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're like, what miserable. are you writing in there? Are
0: you drawing a blueprints of this place? What are you doing? Yeah, well, see that... Two funny stories. <laughs> one, Jill and I went to a hip-hop club. Ooh. Which was hilarious. All right. Because Jill and I were two of three white people in this entire place. And I was one of the white people who was sitting on a couch with a notepad <laughs> writing things down. <laughs> and people were looking at me like... <laughs> who the fuck is this guy? And like, said like that, I saw two guys look around, and I'd be like, "Like who is <laughs> this like guy? Like a, who on. is this guy? Is he a cop? Like what oh, is this? No. You know, like and and the best part was Jill knew all the songs. That's why I brought her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, I don't know any of this. the. Jill, what like, is this? She was like, Oh yeah, this is my song. She just loved it, and I was just and there was like at least two hundred people crammed into this place. Seriously, and I was like. Uh, and I'm just sitting on the couch for four hours, just do, 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 writing, writing, writing. And I was like, oh my God, they are, they are. T- t-. <laughs> I was successful, but I got a lot of weird looks. They're on to me. But the guy who trained me told me he once had to go to a strip club Ooh, to do this. There you go. Those guys are hypersensitive about anyone with a notepad in the corner. Writing shit down, not getting lap dances. Right, right. Kind of important. So, like, at one point, he had, like, a bouncer come up and be like, what are you doing? He's like, nothing. He's like, show me what you're writing down. He's like, no. He was like, had to defend himself. Oh, my God, Because these guys were like, what the fuck are you doing? Seriously? Yeah. I was like, holy shit. And even funnier story, I know one of those guys did that to my former hotel that I worked at. Oh, seriously? Because when I picked up the phone, this guy was asking weird questions. He was like, uh, so, um. what businesses to the north of your hotel? Oh. And I was like, this. And he's like, uh, what's uh, what's east of you? And I'm like, this guy's a fucking music investigator. No one asks these questions. Right? What's in the cardinal directions? He was asking all these things. He's like, uh, you guys got a bar? I was like, yeah. He's like, uh, okay, you guys play music in there? Like, just very specific. I would things. love
1: you and I need at some point if we can ever if we can ever loop in a telephone <laughs> we need to call <laughs> random businesses like random bars and just be like. Yeah, a few questions for you. Can you tell me what businesses to the north of you? <laughs>
0: yeah, and they'll have me like, what? what? the fuck? It's funny because a part of me wanted to be like, "Hey, dude, I'm one of you." I know that I know the, I know the guess score. What? Guess what, dude? Totally come in here and go into the restaurant because they are not paying licenses. <laughs> you're gonna get them, dude. One of the guys that owned the restaurant was like, "Hey, hey, man," because he was like, "I'm cool though, because I have a jukebox, right?" I'm like, "Actually, no." And he goes, "No, no, no, I am." I'm like, "No, you're not." He's no, like, "No, you're not." He goes, you, you let me know if they're coming for me, right?" And I was like, sure. Yeah. Why not? I was like, yeah, man. I want to be like, yeah, dude, there's TVs up in the uh, the workout room. Uh, they got this. I was like, what do you want, man? I'll give you all the information you need.
1: <laughs> Wait, can you not have TVs on?
0: That's another thing, too, because TVs um, technically play. Me- this is where it's like a friend of mine was like, it seems like they're double dipping.
1: Okay. Because I was going to say I'm watching TV. What if I have a party here? What if I have people over to my house?
0: You're not charging people to come into your house. What then? if I
1: charge what if I charge uh what if I charge someone
0: to come into your house? Yeah,
1: like what if I'm having a party, like a house party and it's 5 bucks at the door to get in?
0: It's different because you're not a commercial business.
1: What if I did it on a regular basis?
0: <laughs> still not a commercial I'm just I'm
1: trying to get in trouble, is basically what I'm trying Let's to do. Let's say you started a business. Okay.
0: And you had TVs on. Yeah. Technically speaking, because they do play licensed material in your establishment, you would still have to pay a license for it. Interesting. But I used to be like hardcore on board with ASCAP, but that was my friend and I went round and round for like thirty minutes once. He's like, but people have already paid for the license on the T V broadcast. So they're they're paying
1: for the cable essentially, right? Well, yeah.
0: well, you think about someone's licensed that song to be like, let's say it was a, a movie, right, or whatever, right? Right. 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 Okay. Yeah. So for whatever reason, Dark Knight's playing, you know, and like, oh, well, Hans Zimmer scores coming through on the TV, right. At a bar or whatever. Sure. But someone's like, well, they've already licensed that. They've licensed it for TV. They've paid for that, right? But ASCAP's saying, but because you're showing that in your establishment, you still have to pay Interesting. So they so feel it like gets they're really meta, because. Yeah. Whoever the composer is has also registered with one of the performing rights organizations and they get royalties based on when it's played on the television or things like that, okay, and then they would also be getting royalties because it's being played in a bar
1: yeah see i that's where I would start to I could hear arguments for both sides, yeah initially I get some money. right now, I would go bullshit on charging them they've already gotten they've, you know t b s has already licensed paid the licensing to play it on their network, yeah. You know the composer's gotten paid in the movie mm-hmm. for for doing it, mm-hmm. and then uh, you know TBS has licensed it,
0: and he's receiving a license every time it's played. Every on Every time any it's sort played on medium. TBS, right? TBS, HBO, whatever he gets however he many gets, your yeah, ratings they royalties. get. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, you can you know, the metrics on that. So initially, I would say du- that would be double dipping to charge sure. the bar for that as well. However, I would be extraordinarily open to hearing arguments for the bar paying because I don't have a solid opinion either way.
0: <laughs> well, I think part of it too, a movie playing is kind of a well, it's still, it's TV. But say, let's like Super Bowl. Right, right. Oh, we're showing the Super Bowl at our bar. Okay. All right? So there's going to be music. There's going to be all the commercials and right. things like that. And one would, could argue that if you didn't have TVs in your bar, people wouldn't be showing up to that. They wouldn't be showing up to see that, those performances, to hear those performances. Therefore, you are using that to enhance your establishment's presence and yeah. business by using someone else's copyrighted material and
1: that's fair but someone else could argue mm-hmm. that if we're gonna if we're gonna take opposite stances yeah we're gonna here we go let's, it's let's, devil's advocate all right, time. let's go let's all right go. dick fight so <laughs> don't cross the streams don't cross the stream so i would say that uh you know the 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 music the commercials all that all the performances those are um i don't think happenstance isn't the right word but those are those 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 are a byproduct of what you're actually there to watch, which is the Super Bowl, which by itself does not have music associated with it.
0: True. People, but.
1: people are there to see the Super Bowl. They're not there to see the... You go to a bar, mm-hmm. no one is there to watch the halftime show. No. Guaranteed. No one's there to watch the commercials because generally when the commercials come on, they switch it over to music, mm-hmm. which again, now you could, ah, now you could yeah. argue, but they turn the... like. Let's just say they turn the volume down yeah. or, or whatever, right? So they turn the volume down and then when the game comes back on they turn it up, no one's there to watch the commercials, no one's there to watch the performances. So technically you're not you're not getting business for those.
0: There's still music cues being played during the Super Bowl. Like whenever they're going to commercial, they'll have like a music cue here, there. But Sometimes, like, sometimes, da-da-da, like, da-da-da, some, or sometimes, sometimes ESPN, but whatever. you know whatever it is. Fox sometimes is... things like that, or they'll actually play regular music as they're fading out. It'll be like popular music mm, and stuff okay. like that. Okay, all right, yeah. Again, it's murky. Mm. I'm not really sold on it either way anymore. Mm, yeah. I used to be like, no, you have to. Now, what I'm like,
1: if, what if you pay? What if you're buying cable? Okay, you have a cable subscription. Okay, and you're up in the 700 channels where like all those those music channels sure. are, and you're playing, you know, top 40.
0: Yeah. Yee, yee, that's another thing. Like, cause I mean, again, you're
1: paying for cable. Yeah. You're, you're already paying for the subscription to get that channel.
0: But that music enhances the experience at your establishment when people are coming. It's the same thing if you're at a restaurant and you just have smooth jazz playing. Mm-hmm. You just got to pay a license for that.
1: No one's coming for that, though. And that does not enhance the experience. It does enhance the experience. Oh, my God, it does not. Yeah,
0: oh, it does. Shut up. It's like, <laughs> baby, let's have some soup.
1: If I have if I have Kenny G going on in the background, my here, my
0: experience
1: has been enhanced.
0: Well, that's just your opinion. All
1: right, we're going to wrap this up with a throwdown.
0: Thank God. This this was a long episode, <laughs> guys. Man. I'm sorry we Woo! got kind of deep and, and and sad. If you're still if you're here hanging on at this point, then we're going to blow you away with this throwdown. Kudos. Justin's got the biggest throwdown of all time. All right, don't that, you? That's, don't you?
1: That's a little pressure. I've got some performance anxiety now. No, I was going to say kudos to you guys and we'll uh, we'll send you all a t-shirt. You just have to let us know who you are. Um yeah. and uh you have to find out where to mail us because we're not going to give you an address. But if you can find us, we'll give you a t-shirt. That's right. Um with with one of Doug's sayings. Like it's not hard to find a dick on a dog.
0: Guys, that's just fact.
1: All right, the throwdown today is going to be She-Hulk Okay. versus Wonder Woman. It's a battle of so, the women.
0: Or we could say it's Superman versus Hulk.
1: No, it's She-Hulk versus Wonder Woman.
0: <laughs> I guess Wonder Woman isn't Superman, so... Thank you.
1: Although, in the Golden Age of Wonder Woman, she had strength that was comparable to the Golden Age of Superman.
0: Okay. However,
1: it's Wonder Woman versus She-Hulk. Uh,
0: okay, I'm not... Because t- at a later
1: date, we'll do the other one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not terrible... Does She-Hulk have the same powers as in, like, the angrier she gets, the um, stronger she gets? Hold. Hold all right, let's let's say that's true. Uh hold on. Hold on. Oh, I'm hold sorry. We want to be accurate here, guys. I ca- it's a personality. I'm personality. Gap, we are one hundred percent accurate with sexist- all of our facts. What's that?
1: It it landed on the Wikipedia page for her personality. I'm like, I don't care about her personality. <laughs> and as I said it, I'm like, wait, that's
0: Probably be well, taken. honestly, we're not here to know the personality of She-Hulk. I know, right? Yeah.
1: So uh, she possesses superhuman strength that potentially makes her by far the physically strongest uh, known woman in the Marvel universe. But that's the Marvel universe uh, and when love, her emotional I love state is. Sufficiently strongest high.
0: woman in the Marvel universe, not the strongest man. Wait,
1: well, I mean, yeah. But <laughs> although She-Hulk's uh, strength originally remained at uh, set level, did not increase later in her history. Her strength had sporadically been stated to increase uh, further from fear, anger, or, uh, or or anger, similar to her cousin, which is. Uh, Bruce Banner. I'm sure there's a PMS um, joke in there somewhere. Well, naturally, yeah. In addition, yeah. the character possesses superhuman speed, agility, stamina, and reflexes. Um, yeah, so let's go. Let's go with the. Uh,
0: um,
1: yeah, her 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 uh, her level rises.
0: Absolutely, I'd say if her level rises, which means that then there's no cap to it. I'd say I think she can beat uh, Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. Yeah. Okay. Now again, Wonder Woman does have like the lasso of truth,
1: right? <laughs> And, those, Guys, the and gold. those bracelets. Oh, man, Doug, lo- Doug loves DC. It's
0: not, I don't have a problem. I love DC, actually. Doug just... Doug just hates
1: anything in the superhero, or excuse me, in the Superman canon. Like, any, any, anything that, that is Guys, a subset really of that. I really don't
0: like Superman.
1: Superman, Wonder Woman, Supergirl, which is going to be a show on the C CBS pretty oh, soon.
0: it looks so bad. It really does, doesn't it? Like, it I was looks like so I, bad. I was really hesitant <laughs> to watch the trailer, and I did, and I was like, oh. I want this to be good It it does not look good But you're saying She-Hulk Yes I think See that's Yeah Yeah I think so I think She-Hulk would win I'm
1: gonna give it to She-Hulk as well Just because uh, I'm not overly As overly familiar with Wonder Woman But I feel like (laughs) She-Hulk's got this like this hey, guys, rage.
0: because we're ignorant of what people can really do, we're just going to go with the other one.
1: I mean, yes. <laughs> Wonder Woman is an incredible warrior, right? She's incredibly strong. Yeah. She can she can lift, uh, I think, in one of the things it said, up to like 15,000 uh, pounds or tons or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. She, so she's incredibly strong. She's got the lasso of truth. She's got the invisible jet. Ugh. She's got all that crap. But at the end of the day, She-Hulk is... I mean, she's a rage monster. That's what a Hulk is. So I think I'm going to give it to her.
0: Yeah, it'd be one of those situations where I think She-Hulk could probably punch her into space. That's usually how I judge these fights. (laughs) Who could punch whom into space? Because if we got... Yeah, okay, I won't dive into Superman and Hulk, but that's kind of where I would end up. We'll go there.
1: (laughs) We'll go there there in the next time around.
0: All right. Guys, thanks so much for listening. Uh, you can look us up uh, at Mind Gap Podcast on Twitter. You can also find us on Facebook at Mind Gap Podcast. And Justin has a website
1: JustinStrandlin.com. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at Justin underscore Michael. That's M I K E L. Thank you guys for listening. See you next time.
0: Mind Gap Podcast.